You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Wednesdays here on SENZ are rural roundup days, and that means uh, at midday and uh, through frequencies other than Auckland and Wellington, you'll be here, uh, hearing uh, the one, the only Andy Thompson today out of uh, home base in the West Coast. And uh, I've had a couple of topics sent through to me, Andy, uh, from um, Joey Bell, who sent a, a couple of questions through. He, he writes a good question, but he doesn't seem to answer too many, Joe. Uh, but here's a good one. Uh, alarm bells. Alarm bells are ringing. Uh, after global uh, dairy prices plunged overnight. Now, this is almost a weekly headline, this. The GDT, um, overnight, the auction saw the price index slump to 7.4%. It slumped by that margin. That's a killer blow. Yeah, Smithy, on the face of it, yes, very ugly. Although, um, should we try and have a little bit of a silver lining on this one? It's really bad. Whole milk powder was down minus 10% to 2,548 a tonne. Skim milk powder was down 5% to 2,333 a tonne. The whole whole, uh, index was down, as you said, 7.4%. What I do think... Um, and I'm going to talk to an expert on this because I'm not the expert on today's show. We're going to talk to Alex Winning, who's the dairy analyst for the NZX. That's her job. Um, I, hopefully she's going to say that this was expected and this was factored in in the Fonterra price when they dropped the payout by a dollar or the projected payout by a dollar um, Friday, sort of a week or so ago, when or two weeks ago, when that after the last auction. Um, the other thing that Fonterra did was they put a whole heap of extra product in this auction, so effectively just clearing the this was a clear out sale. Want to get as much out the door as they can. They've got the new season starting right now. Farmers are putting milk in the vat and it's starting to get into the system. So they want a whole lot of old stock lying around, so they basically cleared the deck. Um, I'm going to ask Alex about this, but hopefully this is as low as it goes and now we can start to see some upside on this. But that would be very concerning for farmers exactly to see another fall. Where is it going to stop? What's it going to look like? So I suppose the next one is going to be the real crucial one, another two weeks' time. So two weeks' time, Smithy, you and I will be talking about this again. Hopefully um, we've got some brighter news. Okay, let's uh, hope so for that uh, perspective, Andy. It would be nice to think that China might be interested in something from us at some stage, wouldn't it? Well, it would be. Um, unfortunately, at the moment, doesn't they don't seem to be. Uh, they seem to have plenty of other things on their on their mind. Um, land prices are falling significantly. They're down a, over a dollar on where they were, sort of even or two dollars, close to two dollars on where they were this time, uh, even a year ago. And, and unfortunately, the Chinese, there's that lockdown they had late last year, where they locked the country down, you know, for an un- unparalleled, unprecedented period of time, is really causing major hangover effects. And their economy is very sluggish. Still growing but but when you expect you know China seems to grow at eight or nine percent at the moment it's only growing about three or four so that's half speed from where they're expecting so um, the Chinese people are just not going out they're just not eating out so and that's where the majority of our product goes into restaurants so we're just going to have to hope like crazy that they can turn it around soon so would that be by choice in China knowing their political background or that would be by order 
Oh, I think it's I think it's by choice, Smithy. I think what it is is um, like uh, unemployment is very high. Particularly, I've heard a number of like twenty percent of under under thirty year olds are unemployed in China at the moment, an insane number. And they've been told to go home and lie down, literally, just go home and don't do anything. So if you're in that situation, you just don't have discretionary disposable income. And we're talking a middle class here, effectively. And and if they're experiencing unemployment and uncertainty, then they'll do what anyone does, just hunker down. So that's uh, that's the situation over there. It, it, Normally it does come right, like they do manage to get their economy humming again, but I think it's just that hangover from that COVID lockdown. I mean, we're still we're still suffering effects of it here in New Zealand. That COVID lockdown in Auckland is one of the big contributors to the situation that we're in. So, um, yeah, imagine China, you know, factor that by about 100 compared to us. So, yeah, they are just such a massive part of our export industry that um, when they stop, we suffer badly. So, yeah, it is a big problem. So, uh, Andy, in terms of uh, the remainder of your show today, what are the features? Uh, well, there's a big issue coming up on uh, with, with Fonterra, Scope 3 emissions. Who knew what Scope 3 emissions were? I see your eyes glazing over, Smithy. Yeah, I can see that. You're shaking your head. I have no idea. Um, just, just think that um, everything that you do on farm, you've now got to reduce uh, your emissions profile on that. How do you do that? Fonterra need to do it because they're big companies, they're big customers like Danone and, and Nestle are demanding it. What does that look like? So I'm going to talk to John Stevenson, who is the chair of the Fonterra Cooperative Council. We're also said uh, we're going to talk to Innes Moff, CEO of the dairy industry. We're going to chat to him. Uh, as I said, uh, Alex Winning uh, from dairy analyst from uh, NZX, and then uh, a little bit of sport. Uh, we're going to sport to Malcolm. Uh, uh, is it Malcolm Hum? Yes, Malcolm Hum, the Canterbury mm. Rugby League CEO. And then we'll do a bit of weather mm. with uh, Ben Noll. So yeah, from and, from and if, I'm, uh, if I'm on the back block farm out the say the western access of uh, Lake Taupo, where it's pretty remote, how do they monitor my emissions? Oh, because you actually have to report them on farm, Smithy. You've got to put go through an over go through a calculator. Um, everything that you, all of your inputs onto your farm are calculated, and then there's a number that comes out with your export. They don't have a big sort of. They don't have a like something that's sitting there actually um, uh, calculating them. Well, you can calculate them. They don't have some way to capture them. Uh, you've actually got to report them, and then uh, then that gets put fed into the system. So it's an honesty thing, in effect. Uh, it's a bit like a tax return, Smithy. Yeah, I guess it is an honesty thing. You have to account for your inputs and then the emissions from each of those inputs are then calculated and then you have to report on them. So it's a it's a condition of supply for Fonterra, can tell you. Um, and the big question is, is Fonterra going to use a carrot or a stick approach? So are they going to reward good behaviour or are they going to penalise bad behaviour is the, is the question. And I can't get any answers on that. So we'll have to find out. Wait and see. Uh, reminds that, that kind of thing reminds me of the, the story about the legendary Bart Cummings, the great trainer, uh, when the uh, Ministry for uh, Health and Safety, etc., and conditions on your stable uh, visited him, and uh, one of them said to Mr. Cummings, "You said, Mr. Cummings, you seem to have an awful lot of flies." And Bart Cummings looked at him in the eye and said, "Can you tell me how many I'm allowed to have?" And that was the end of that. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's just. How long's a piece of string, that kind of thing for me. So, um, Andy, uh, we'll let you go. Uh, you've got 10 minutes to uh, get things ready, uh, the last-minute preparations uh, with you and Joey. So uh, we'll catch up with you again uh, next week, mate. All the very best. Thanks, Smithy.